Hello, and welcome to Stew on This, weekly reflections from my heart. This is episode 15, and it's called, If Not Now, When? Yes, I often say that life is a big surprise party, and I got a big piece of evidence of that this week. It's been a very rough week for me and my family. My mom, who's 88 years old, fell about a week ago and broke her hip and it's been in the hospital ever since, and the recovery's been very slow um, on a lot of levels. And so, good news is that I have family around, including us, and she's been surrounded by love. And yeah, maybe because of that, I've connected with some of my family members a little more than I have in a long time. So, you know, times like this prove to me how vital love is. and And also... This whole thing reminds me of all the ridiculous reasons that I sometimes withhold love, whether it's to others or to myself. You know, at the end of my life, I don't want to be thinking about the love that I've withheld. (laughs) I would much prefer to be thinking about the love that I expressed and experienced. And it's really interesting to me how easy love is to access at times like this, and so hard at other times. You know, like in... 2007, we had a terrible wildfire here in Lake Tahoe, and hundreds of homes were lost. We were evacuated for a while, you know, but for the next few weeks, man, you could cut the love with a knife. It was so thick. You know, people were helping each other and housing each other and feeding each other and supporting each other, and, you know, nobody asked how that other person voted in the last election or, or anything like that. So, you know, why is it that... We can love when the schmutz hits the fan and and find it so difficult at other times. And I realize it's really just because of our conditioning. It's our conditioning that makes it difficult to get to love. We're not much different than Pavlov's dog. We tend to salivate when our bell is rung. And we may not salivate literally, but we withdraw or we separate or we get angry. You know, or, or I won't say we, I'll say I, attack or defend or, or try to find somebody to blame or justify, you know, stop me if if this doesn't resonate. And, and I realize that the world offers lots of bells. And it's just my mind that tells me that whatever is going on is more real than the presence and power of love that is, and that always is, and is always ising. So I know I've trained really hard <laughs> on this, and, and the associations and meanings I give to things are strongly wired in my brain. I'm conditioned to focus on like differences, differences between me and you. And so my mind has an unlimited ability to come up with reasons not to love, because my mind loves to, or it seems to love, to come from a place of separation or, or judgment or misperception. You know, like, how could I love him or her? He's stupid or he's lazy or he's a Republican or he drives terribly or he drives me crazy or whatever it is. And, you know, it's the same idea. How can, how can I love me when I am this way and I've done this and I haven't done this? So, so our responses when the bell rings are more like reactions, or at least mine are, and and my initial ones are not always in the love category. I I think we all might be kind of steeped in this sort of conditioning, and it seems sometimes that love or loving can really just not be in our natures. 
it is our nature. It's just against our conditioning. The truth of love is true 100% of the time. But again, I can come up with lots of reasons not to. But what happens to those reasons when something happens, like someone's at the end of life or there's a wildfire? It's just, it's just my perception that changes. Right? I mean, people talk about unconditional love. But love, by definition, is unconditional. There are no conditions under which we can't love, even though it may go against our conditioning. So, like everything else, I think this starts with us. If we have all sorts of condition, conditions around loving ourselves, then it's really going to be hard not to have those perceptions and conditions come up when we are looking to love someone else. You, know, you and I probably have a lot of yeah buts to loving ourselves in our perception, but we can root out those yeah buts. And perhaps the first step is to simply stop affirming those reasons not to love. We can, we can pay attention to what's going on in our mind, and as soon as we realize we're entertaining a yeah but to loving ourselves, maybe we can just imagine a bell ringing and us salivating. <laughs> yeah, well, as it's making me chuckle right now, that might help us chuckle in the moment, and that can break the cycle. So I can make a different choice in that next moment. And what kind of choice would I want to make? Well, always to love. Yeah. So let's look at those yeah buts. Let's look them right in the face and choose love anyway. And you know what? If we can't quite get all the way to love when the bell rings, let's at least remind ourselves in that moment that we're willing to love. Well, I think every time we do this, we're conditioning ourselves to a different choice. We're conditioning ourselves to love. And we're rewiring our brain to support that choice for love. And so more and more and more, as life continues excuse me, to ring our bell, maybe we'll come out loving. Yes, I don't have much more to say to that, but I don't know what's more important to say. Let's not wait to start loving ourselves. Let's not wait till we think we deserve it, because we do. Let's not wait till others seem to deserve it, because they do. We are all the same love. And while you're stewing on this, if you don't mind, please send some love to me, to my family, to my mom, Trudy, and let's remember this. You know, let's let's remember that we're probably going to regret not loving if we don't do it now. And I don't want to do this out of guilt, but let's just start now. Love the people you love. Tell them that you love them. And tell yourself you love you. I love you. And I'll see you next week.